Welcome to the Roots Report podcast, presented by Motif Magazine, sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, and the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden. Okie dokie, folks. Today on the Roots Report podcast, we have Steve Landis, who's been portraying John Lennon in the Beatles tribute band, Rain, for over 20 years. Rain will be at the Zyterian Theater in New Bedford on March 13th. Two shows, one at two and one at seven. Hi, Steve. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? All right. So you're the John Lennon character in the Rain tribute, correct? Yes, I am. What qualifies you to be John Lennon, in your opinion? <laughs> well, uh, you know, our show is mainly focused on the, on the music. So, uh, you know, being... The, the incredible musicians that they are. You really have to um, be, the, be the best musician you can be. There's only a certain amount of people that I feel um, can really um, nail their, their vocal parts, um, you know, the timber of their, the, of their, of their you know, vocal uh, quality, um, and, um, and really just, you know, the experience, you know, we've, Rain has been doing this since 1975. Really? I am, yeah, wow. yeah. Um, they really were kind of the first tribute band. There were only like Elvis imitators and, you know, Rich Little style uh, impersonators out there and about, but um, they were the first um, group that wanted to um, kind of uh, uh, portray, uh, you know, a, a famous band. So they, they kind of started this whole tribute band genre. So, I mean, if that doesn't give Rain, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, 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 you know, the, the, the rights to, you know, uh, to, to say, yeah, if anybody can do this, why not us? Sure. And how long um, have you been then, in the yeah, band? Yeah, you know, I've, I've been doing this for literally most of my life i started at uh, 17 in the in the show uh, beatlemania that had just left broadway by the time i i got into it i did the touring production the bus and truck company and um other than you know doing a few other things like my own music and acting um i have like literally focused most of my life on trying uh to to embody the character of john lennon on stage so, so yeah, it's what been year a lifelong did, passion. What year did you start with this? Uh, boy, I don't even remember. I remember I was seventeen, and then I got into uh, Rain in nineteen ninety-eight. So I've, <laughs> I've been doing, uh, I've been doing just if, if you count uh, Rain alone, I've been doing this for for decades. Because I, I think I, I'm pretty sure I saw the the Beatlemania in Providence mm-hmm. about. Oh man, it must have been forty years ago. I saw a beat of yeah. in Providence. Yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't think I was in it back then. Um, I know when it first came uh, around in like the late seventies, early eighties. Um, you know, that's that's you know before I was in it. I was a little kid then. It was uh, <laughs> like like I said, you know, I was I was sixteen, seventeen, and I was like, Mom, Dad, I wanna I wanna try out for that Beatlemania show. And it you know it had been going for years and years and years by then, and um, you know it seemed seemed like a pipe pipe dream, but. Um, um, it just so happened that those guys, you know, that were, had been doing it originally, you know, they had like 40 different um, guys, cast members really? at, at some point in the in the uh, height of its career. Those guys had already gotten out of the out of the thing and either like started working on their own music, like um, Marshall Crenshaw, who was probably the most um, 
uh, a popular uh, um, musical artist that came from the Beatlemania alumni. Um, all of the original cast members of, uh, of Rain had at one time been in uh, Beatlemania and then left. And that's kind of how I was able to, to get in. I was a little kid, you know, I can say 16, 17, and I auditioned for it. And it just so happened that, you know, a lot of the cast members that had been in there were, you know, had, had, had left. So I had, you know, there was a, a space to fill. <laughs> well, that's great. You got in. It's uh yeah, it sounds like a cool thing. Um, so do you, do you have the look of John Lennon? Do you try to look like him or are you just, or are you just pretty much yourself with a costume? No, um, it, it's the sort of thing where, um, you know, we really try to embody the characters on stage. We want to make people feel like they're seeing the Beatles. Now, you know, I, 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 I will say this just to, to be honest. There are, you know, I've seen, you know, we've had people audition for the for the show and wow, they'll, they'll look just like their character. They'll, you know, they'll walk in and it is, you know, John Lennon and Paul McCartney. And then they pick up a guitar or they, you know, start to sing a song and it falls apart. They can't sing. They're not musicians. And if we put people like up there, uh, like that up there, curtain would go up and you'd be amazed and then the song would start and it, it, you know you wouldn't want to watch the show so right. it, that that i would consider a novelty act so are there people out there that you know just in their everyday life might look more like john Lennon than me maybe you know i'm not a a what i call a lookalike i'm an actor but that said when we get up on stage, we use all of the, you know, stage makeup and all the your typical Broadway style theatrical tricks to, you know, look as much like possible. And I think if you, you know, check us out on YouTube and take a look at our pictures, you'll see that, yeah, um, we we really do look like our characters up there. Well, for me, the music is more important. The the, right. the fact that you sound like it. I'm not. I'm not uh, in the in the tribe that likes you to look like it because sometimes it gets a little freaky if you look too much like it, mm -hmm. and it, it it they become over caricatures of the of the performers, and then it I think that actually starts to take away from the music, and I rather hear good renditions of the songs than have somebody really look like the character. It's, exactly, it's the music exactly. that's important. Sure, sure, exactly. Now, like I say, that said, you know, our job is to really make the audience feel like they're at a Beatles concert or up on the rooftop with us or at Shea Stadium with us. And, and you know, fortunately, we've had those sort of reviews. I feel like I saw the Beatles tonight, you know, uh, and we're always appreciative of that. So, yes, we go the extra mile to look as much like the Beatles as possible. But I do want to stress our number one job is the music. We pay tribute to the Beatles and the Beatles were the best rock and roll group ever in the history of the world. Um, people to this day, I feel underrate them as a band. And, and um, I think that was, that was what I liked about the uh, get back uh, uh, series that just came out is you got a little insight as to what a great band they were when the four of them got together, you know, they'd bicker and they'd complain like an old married couple, but when they got on stage or got in the studio, they clicked. And so if you're going to pay tribute to the Beatles, you know, like we say we do, 
you've got to be the best musician you can possibly be and you've got to be the best band that you can be up on stage and i really feel that that's our number one priority that said we you know we do all the tricks and you will really feel like you're looking at the beatles just as just as much as hearing them now it says you're going to be doing the abbey road album in its entirety correct um not quite correct um we had originally thought about doing the whole thing in its entirety, but we had just done Sgt. Pepper in its entirety. Um, during the 50th anniversary, uh, what was that, uh, 2017 and 2018, we did a full tour doing the whole Sgt. Pepper album. And yes, it was great. We loved it. Um, in fact, we loved it so much we didn't want to lose it. So we thought, well, how about if we do a little bit of, of the, the best of Sgt. Pepper and we do the best of, of Abbey Road? So, you know, there are a couple of songs missing here and there. Um, the ones we felt, eh, you know, we, we can, as, as a stage performance, we can, you know, kind of uh, omit those. And now on top of that, you know, because we've, we've been doing the best of Abbey Road, the best of Sgt. Pepper and the best of Abbey Road, like I said, with this whole get back thing, really lighting a fire under people's uh, uh, butts to, you know, really uh, like get into the Beatles again. We kind of, you know, we kind of added that even to our to our show this trip. So you're going to see the best of Sgt. Pepper. You're going to see the best of Abbey Road. And you're going to see a little bit of the uh, of the rooftop concert uh, uh, when you see our show. Now. When I saw Beatlemania way back, I haven't. Mm -hmm. I, that was the only Beatles tribute I've ever seen. I've never uh -huh. watched another Beatles tribute since then. Um, I do love the Beatles, but I just never saw another Beatles because it, it's almost like I got bombarded with Beatles tributes over years. So I just kind mm -hmm. of backed away from it. The Beatlemania, they did a lot of costume changes and and varying stages. Do you do you do a chronological thing or just a random set list or is there some kind of order to what you're doing throughout the night uh, timeline or something yeah yeah um i always say <laughs> you know this is kind of like uh the other thing i always say but i like to say it's as if you could get the beatles to perform their whole career from beginning to end in the span of two and a half hours in front of an audience so we go chronologically as as, as much as possible there are you know a couple of songs where you know if if, if it you know would involve a, a dramatic um, guitar change or something like that will, you know, for, so for the sticklers, there are a couple of songs where it's like, okay, well, uh, you know, maybe that came out in 66 instead of 68 or, you know, that sort of thing. So generally speaking, it's chronological and uh, well, a lot of costume changes that uh, depict each era and a state-of-the-art um, surround, surround sort of um, uh, 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 video uh, projection uh, LED screens um, around and behind us that kind of um, were uh, kind of work as a um, a moving living um, stage set. So so when the curtain opens, you'll see the the stage dressed as if it was the Ed Sullivan Show with the large arrows that surrounded the the Beatles uh, that night on on the stage and um, it'll morph into Shea Stadium you'll feel like you're really there in the stadium um, 
the Sgt. Pepper album cover, you know, is, is displayed on the screen. So it feels like that's coming to life. And with all of those you know, black suits that they were wearing on uh, Ed Sullivan's show, the um, military tan jackets that they were wearing um, at the Shea Stadium concert. Um, we do a little bit of uh, the recording years. So you'll see the costumes that they were wearing or the, the, the street clothes that they were wearing in, in 1966. And um, like I said, the rooftop, it'll feel like you're there up uh, on, the, on the rooftop. So it really is a, a multimedia, Ulti, uh, you know, multi uh, uh, kind of um, costume change and, and era change um, chronologically going and uh, as authentically uh, uh, performed as possible. Did you watch the uh, Get Back documentary? Oh, yeah. I've watched it a few times now. <laughs> <laughs> so how has that impacted your show? In what ways has either the audience or your own performances been impacted by that uh, documentary? Well, we haven't done any shows yet since it was released in November. So we're really looking forward to uh, getting out there and seeing how this is like kind of uh, rejuvenated people's interest in, in the Beatles. It's so funny how, you know, I've been doing this long enough, like like we said at the at the beginning of this, I've been doing this for, for decades and Rain has been doing it for decades more. And it seems like every few years something happens in the pop culture or something is released that really just reminds people of how great the Beatles were, like the, you know, like this, the, the Get Back or um, the Anthology or maybe, you know, Twist and Shout is in Ferris Bueller's Stay Off. Or, you know, little things here and there that just remind people, oh, yeah, the Beatles were great. And I, I, I notice it then when we when we do shows it's like people like really um glom on to that uh section of our show that 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 period and so it's going to be fun to see how people respond to especially like i say we're going to do a little bit of the of the rooftop concert so this might wind up being the big part of our show who knows you know um or you know people still have their their favorites you know like i like the earlier or earlier period some people like the rubber soul revolver era you know so so maybe the audience will still respond to their favorite parts but i'm kind of hoping that now that they have you know seen get back and kind of seen the beatles from a different aspect with with that uh, documentary that they'll really enjoy the the, the rooftop concert that uh, that we're going to do today i noticed that paul mccartney is going to be on tour in june and yeah. uh, have you had a chance to see any of the beatles perform i've seen paul many many times um i even sprang for front row tickets once and it was worth it oh my god it was worth it you know as as much as we do and as much as we pay tribute to to the beatles of course you know the Beatles are the Beatles. Nobody else is the Beatles. So, you know, just as, as, as somebody comes to, to my show and I'm very thankful that they do. And, and they're like, Oh, I feel like I saw the Beatles. I, <laughs> I go and see Ringo. I go and see Paul and that's seeing the Beatles for, for me. And there's, there's nothing like it, of course, you know, um, well, Ringo is on it, tour. It's all, it's, Ringo's yeah, on Ringo's, tour as well in June. Yeah, yeah. So so a lot for, for Beatle uh, fans to see this year. Hopefully they come and see us, and hopefully they go and see Paul and Ringo too. And it's, it's funny. It's a little bit of apples and oranges in, in that, you know, we're not the Beatles, but 
you know, there's a John, there's a Paul, there's a George, and there's a Ringo. So if you're a fan of, of any of them or all of them or certain eras, you can see that. And the, and the audience really uh, um, takes to the fact that we're authentically replicating the songs. You know, Paul and Ringo, they're the real guys. So, <laughs> you know, it's just one. You, you, you're a Paul fan. That's great. You get to go and see Paul. If you're a Ringo fan. You get to go and see Ringo. Unfortunately, there's no way for, for the George and John, John fans like me, you know, to go and see him. So, you know, so, yeah, it's, it's sort of apples and oranges. But, yeah, there's obviously nothing like going to see Ringo or Paul. That's That's the real deal right there. Where are you uh, folks based out of? Um, the band, uh, uh, the, the, the show is kind of um, based uh, uh, west coast, I would say. Um, some of the guys are in California here like I am. Um, our George is from Hawaii. He flies in uh, really? for our tours. Yeah. Um, our Ringo is in, I think, Montana right now. And... Uh, um, our Paul McCartney splits his time between LA and uh, Reno, Nevada, where he's where he was uh, brought up. So yeah, it's kind of kind of all over the place. But you know, as long as we live near an airport, that's all that matters because we just you know fly to where the gig <laughs> takes us. It's a far cry from Liverpool. <laughs> it is, it is. But you know, um, I try. Well, before obviously before COVID and the pandemic and not being able to travel, I used to try to get to Liverpool, you know, once, twice a year, just to take in that, that feeling. I always felt like that kind of like re-energized my, my, my Beatles spirit. Cause I, I don't know if you've ever been over there, but it's, it's, you know, 60 years later. And yet because it's, you know, they were so intertwined with where they grew up. It, it really feels like, like the Beatles are, are there somehow when you get to Liverpool. I've I've never been to Liverpool, but I have been to London a couple of times. Mm, play, great place too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you folk? When do you guys get together to rehearse? Do you because you're all in separate places? Do you just rehearse before the tour? Um, yeah, we'll do a little uh, rehearsal a few days before the tour. Um, it's more the sort of thing where, fortunately, you know, because. Unlike some other bands where it would be like, okay, who wants to sing this part, who wants to sing the high part, who wants to sing the low part? Because we're portraying the Beatles, we know which parts we're supposed to be rehearsing on our own. It's like, okay, I know my part. I know the John part, guitar-wise, keyboard-wise, vocal. Um, and, you know, so I can rehearse here at home. Uh, uh, Paul McCartney, obviously, he knows that he, he's going to be playing the bass. He's going to be singing the Paul McCartney parts. So we can all kind of rehearse individually. And um, if we need to check in with each other, we can do that phone. We can do that Zoom, um, that sort of stuff. Um, and then, you know, it's a lot easier that way. And it's a lot quicker rehearsal that, you know, when we when we get out there a few days before the uh, tour, it's it's really just a matter of taking those ingredients and putting them together, and it works pretty easily. Do you find you have a, a cross-generational audience? We really do. We really do. And, and it's really nice to see. Um, as a Beatle fan, I feel like when I see little kids in the audience, you know, 8, 9, 10, and they're singing the songs, and they're with their parents, and, and they're with their parents, and it's like, you know, three generations of Beatles fans. Um I really feel like this music is just going to go on and go on and continue as it should. You know, um, the thing that I that I, I really 
um, appreciate about the Beatles music and, and the, the, the lyrics is it's uplifting and it's positive and it's about peace and love and it's about you know, taking a sad song and making it better, you know, <laughs> all you need is love and uh, give peace a chance. And, uh, you know, all of these kind of themes that, that, you know, the world seems to need more and more every day. You know, we go through this pandemic where, you know, we were separated from each other. We live in a divisive world and, and it seems, you know, for two and a half hours when people come to our, to our show, they, they forget all about that. And it's just, you know, happiness and joy. And I see so many smiling faces of so many generations in our audience. It, it really, it, it makes me feel a lot better about, about things. So it's a two and a half hour show. That's a, that's a pretty lengthy show. That That's mm -hmm. a good solid chunk of Beatles music. Is it, is it straight through or do you take an intermission? There's a 20 minute uh, intermission in, in, in the middle of that. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of a uh, lot of Beatles music, and like I said, multi uh, uh, um, media and uh, sensory. There's even audience participation. We've got you know cameras that uh, not only you know put us up on the screen, you know they're aimed at us, and you know we make it look like you know it's Sullivan, and and like I said, all all of the other stuff. So it feels like is that the Beatles? Is that them? It's hard to say. Uh, but then you know we'll turn the uh, the the cameras around on the audience and catch them singing along or you know up on their feet waving their arms you know because because it really is a celebration that our show isn't just about us it's about the audience and how we all love the Beatles and how this music uh, has affected all of us so so it's kind of you know a, a big audience participation celebration the audiovisual uh, display stuff that carries the show while you're doing costume changes as well yeah, it does. It helps us to um, to get those quick changes uh, done. And um, uh, like content-wise, it helps bridge the gap from era to era. Um, in, in a way, it tells the story of the Beatles. It tells the story of what was going on during those times, the 60s, kind of how the 60s affected the Beatles and how the Beatles affected the 60s. And um, to a certain extent, um, how you know, even though that was 60 years ago, how, how, you know, it's relevant to today's times too, you know, war and peace and love and uh, youth and, and all of that sort of stuff. You know, these are, those are all, all themes we, we, you know, deal with today just as much as we did in the sixties for better, or for worse. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hope I can get to the show. There were two shows. There's one at two o'clock and eight o'clock or seven o'clock, I think on that day. Oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. I believe you're doing <laughs> two shows. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. We got a matinee. And like I said, the, the matinees are great because there's so many kids and it's so fun to see, you know, this music is going to go on forever. It's so, it's so, you know, uh, just heartwarming. Yeah, you're, you're doing a show at 7, 7 p.m., okay. 2 o'clock and 7 p.m. And it's on Sunday, March 13th. Um, Great. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we wrap? Um, just come on out and, and uh, get ready to sing and dance if you do. All right. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for uh, taking the time to talk. And hopefully I'll see you on March 13th. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank you very much. Okie dokie. Thanks to Steve for being part of this episode of the Roots Report podcast. Remember, Rain will be at the Zyterian Theater in New Bedford on March 13th for two shows. If you've never been to the Zyterian, you really should check it out. 
It's a great theater about 30 minutes from Providence and has plenty of close parking as well as an attached parking garage. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the Roots Report Podcast, presented by Motif Magazine, sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, and the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden. Thank you for listening.